This week on Part of Our World, it's the 2019 Disney Oscars. With hit films such as Mary Poppins Returns, Black Panther, Avengers Infinity War, and Ralph Breaks the Internet. Stay tuned to hear who had the best villain, the best supporting actor, the best music, the most emotional scene, and many more. We've got it all on this week's episode of Part of Our World. Hi, I'm Keenan. And I'm Rachel. And on this episode of Part of Our World, we are covering the 2019 Disney Oscars. Oscars. Woo! Yeah. So. Welcome to the show. That's right. Thanks for joining us. We have 10 categories for you tonight. For all of them, any contenders had to be from a movie that was released by the Disney universe at large in 2019. So that would include Marvel Universe... Star Wars, and so on. So, yeah, so we're going to get right to it because that's a lot. we do have a lot to talk about. Yeah. So first up, here's all the movies that would be considered. Uh, we've got Black Panther, Mary Poppins Returns, Incredibles 2, Solo, Avengers Infinity War, Ralph Breaks the Internet, Christopher Robin, Ant-Man and the Wasp, A Wrinkle in Time, and Nutcracker in the Four Realms. Now, we did not see A Wrinkle in Time and Nutcracker in the Four Realms. So, although one of those will show up as a nominee in one category, they pretty much do not exist in this competition. Maybe we made a mistake by not seeing those movies, but there's a lot of movies Alas, to watch. here we are. And we had, to, we had to cut some somewhere. So, they did not make it. Not, not this year and not ever. <laughs> right. <laughs> although you mentioned wanting to watch The Nutcracker next Christmas perhaps. Yeah, I just mean they won't ever make a Oscar list because yeah. we are moving on. Yeah, to... well, too bad, so sad. Yeah. Okay, All so right. our first category, Rachel, take us away. Our first category is Best Song, and the nominees are Trip a Little Light, Fantastic from Mary Poppins. So when troubles are incessant, simply be more incandescent, for your light comes with a lifetime guarantee. As you all the stars by Kendrick Lamar from Black Panther. The In Credits by Michael Giacchino from Incredibles 2. (laughs) 
Fall on Me by Andrea and Matteo Bocelli from the Nutcracker in the Four Realms. It's like I'm breathing you. And a place called Slaughter Race, um, combined with In This Place by Julia Michaels from the end credits of Ralph Breaks the Internet. What would Ralph say if it turns out I stay in this Place called Slaughter Race. In this place, from Ralph Breaks the Internet. So Rachel with this one insisted she wanted a place called Slaughter Race, which Vanellope sings, and yeah. in this place, which is the remix in the end credits of the film. Yeah, the pop version of bo- the song. Yes, she I wanted had both, to both of them in this list, and I wouldn't allow it. So we had to combine them in the two. But I don't know. Yeah. For me, a place called Slaughter Race was probably my favorite moment from Ralph Breaks the Internet. Yeah, definitely. It's so good. It's just so many little funny yeah. things in the in the song and ralph breaks the internet is not a musical but the song feels like a musical like it f- would fit perfectly in a musical oh yeah it's just after the disney princess scene yes. so she's embodying that it's an homage to yeah disney princess songs so well done mm-hmm. it's fantastic then, edging out slightly triple little light fantastic oh i was going to talk more about the julia michaels version Oh, go for it. Which is just so good at the end of the movie. Um, I think it's the second song in the credits, but it's just the sweet like dance beat. The beat drops and all that. It's just really fun. So yeah, I've been known to jam out to it in my car. Yes, Any, you have. Yeah. So it had to, had to be on there. So yeah. that was our winner. And this one wasn't too tough of a category for us, but the other songs are worth mentioning, you know. With Mary Poppins, honestly, I think the music in that film is so wonderful, or you might say fantastic, that we could have listed like three Mary Poppins songs. In fact, we had originally had two separate categories. One was for best song as part of the film, and the other was for best songs associated with films, whereas where you get, you know, credit songs and... Scores. Yeah, things of that sort. So when we had the best song in a part of a film, it was going to be... 
like four Mary yeah. Poppins songs and a place called Slaughter Race because Disney didn't release musicals this year. I mean, it was really just Mary Poppins Returns. And 2019 will be a different, quite different, different. Yes. Thing, Might have to separate so. it next year into yeah, a couple different categories. Um, but we picked that song from Mary Poppins Returns. I think you know partly because it's just a cool number, but also the if you see the movie, the whole um, choreography behind the oh, scene yeah, and special effects and all things of that sort is is impressive. Pretty so, amazing, yeah, yeah. And then um, I also love the in credits, which is at the end of The Incredibles two, all of their superhero theme songs together, and just a really cool homage to old superhero yeah flicks and stuff. So well, it starts off with like the Incredibles theme, and then they go on to do Mister Incredible, Mr. Elast- Incredible, <laughs> yeah, Elastigirl and Frozen, yeah, and it felt like it was worth staying through oh, the credits sure. just to hear that, yeah, and um, yeah, and then the Nutcracker song is interesting because it made the cut. We haven't seen the movie. Honestly, would have had no idea about the song if it weren't for Hyperion Adventures podcast who mentioned the film was okay but the song was fantastic and so i listened to it and then immediately came home and had rachel listen to it and it's a beautiful song it is beautiful yeah so and you know what had we seen the movie or had the movie been you know remarkable and that's an end credit song but imagine if it had been in the movie like a place called slaughter race and had been pivotal to the film like that song was it probably could give it a run for its money but nothing came close to vanellope singing that song I guess the closest exactly. thing would be the remix. <laughs> right. <laughs> For you, at least. Cool. Well, congratulations, Ralph Breaks the Internet, for that right. wonderful song. Next up, we have Best Comic Relief. And the nominees are Luis, played by Michael Pena from Ant-Man. <sighs> you know what? You're right. This isn't true serum, because I don't feel anything. That was a lie. I do feel something. This is true serum. There's no such thing. Okay. Okay, okay. Now I'm gonna make this real easy for you, Luis. Okay. Where is Scott Lang? Oh, see, that's complicated. Because when I first met Scotty, he was in a bad place. And I'm not talking about Cell Black D. His wife had just filed for divorce. And I was like, homie, she dumped it when you're on lockup? And he was like, yeah, I know. I thought I was going to be with her forever. But now I'm all alone. And I was like, homie, you know what? You got to chin up because you'll find a new partner. But you know what? I'm Luis. And he says, you know what? I'm Scotty. And we're going to be best friends. Okay, hold on. Jack Jack, voiced by Eli Fusil from The Incredibles 2. Ralph, voiced by John C. Riley from Wreck It Ralph, or Ralph Breaks the Internet. We'll see about that. Mm. It's not so. Oh, it's very hot! And that, my friends, is how you achieve the perfect cat eye. Cloud, a little friend. Warm up a tree. Have a little whiff of this Lando Calrissian. Played by Donald Glover in Solo. Everything you've heard about me is true. Excuse me. Get your presumptuous ass out of my seat. Ugh. 
Oh, my sacral circuit is sticking. You're going to have to do that thing again later. Yeah. Shuri, played by Letitia Wright in Black Panther. All right, where am I? Don't scare me like that, colonizer. Colon- what? My name is Everett. Yes, I know. Everett Ross, former Air Force pilot and now CIA. Right. Okay, is this Wakanda? No, it's Kansas. And the winner is... Jack-Jack from The Incredibles 2. You also wish a new suit for the baby? If I could just leave him with you for a while. Leave him? I am not a baby person, Ross. I am an artist. I don't know how any no of these other nominees came close. That scene with Jack Jack fighting the raccoon is amazing. Was laugh out loud funny. Oh yeah, it was just full great slapstick. Yes, just no words needed. Right, it was like a throwback to Epic the Looney battle. Tunes cartoons. Oh yeah, type animation. Yeah, our whole family's cracking up. Oh yeah, losing it. So yeah, that you had, had you to had win. you had the three year old and the grown adults. Everybody just thought that was so. Oh yeah, funny, the whole so. theater. Um, and then I mean, then there's all of the other scenes. With I mean, any Jack Jack scene pretty much had you laughing. Comic so. relief, yeah. He yeah, I mean, and Ralph win. was Ralph was funny. He had the whole like viral YouTube thing going on, and he does a lot of comical things. Um, and you know, Luis from Ant Man definitely was. It provided so many funny movies, funny moments. Um, Ant-Man himself, obviously, comedian and also did great things. That was a very funny movie from start to finish. But, uh, you know, belly laughter, like belly hurting laughter with Jack-Jack. So no questions on that one. had to win. Mm -hmm. All right. Our third category, we have most emotional scene, which is not your typical Oscar category, but here we are. You know, we at part of our world like to talk about such things. So, the nom need to talk about our sensitive side. Yeah, we do every now and then. So the nominees are when <laughs> it's kind of hard to do this one because it's so we have to describe a scene a little bit. So we have Black Panther from when T'Challa loses the fight and the mom and sister have to flee and Eric takes over the kingdom. No! Is this your king? Huh? Is this your king? The Black Panther. Who's about to lead you into the future? Come on, brother! Is there nothing that can be done? We have the climax of Wreck-It Ralph. Sorry, Ralph breaks the internet. Um, Vanellope telling the monster Ralph that she'll only be his friend and then their reunion at the end. Before you go, I wanted to give you this. Oh, I'm so sorry I broke it, Ralph. No, no, it's okay. Now we can both have a half. See? <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna miss you too, kid. I really am. 
We have Mary Poppins Returns, the children singing the place where lost things go, talking about their deceased mother um, to their father. So when we need her touch and loving gaze, gone but not forgotten is a perfect phrase. Smiling from a star that she makes love. Trust she's always there, watching as we grow. Find her in the place where the lost things go. We have Han Solo leaving Kira at the gate towards the beginning of the movie yep. when they're running. Not so fast, Kira. Security. Security, there's been a breach. Run. 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 Get your hands over. Security back up. Go. And then, of course, we have Thanos and the snap from Avengers Affinity War, and we all know what happens there. And the winner is Mary Poppins Returns, children singing, the place where the lost things go to their father. How did you all get so clever? I hope I'm as clever as you when I grow up. <laughs> you're right. Of course you're right, Georgie. My mother's not gone. She's in your smile. <laughs> and in your walk, John. And Annabelle's eyes. She'll always be with us wherever we go. Yeah, this one might surprise some listeners, I think. Of course, the category itself is kind of offbeat, but yeah. we like to... Have, Unconventional. Yeah, we like to share our sensitive side here at Part of Our World Podcast. Okay. But, yeah, this one, we debated this one a little bit because Thanos' snap is just so intense. Yeah. And it's it's a weighty scene. Right. But when I was watching it, I wasn't feeling emotional. I was just kind of like... You were ticked. I was like, are you serious? Yeah. This is happening right now? What is going on? And they're really ending... I'm glad the The most shocking scene, which is in the category. Ending. I wasn't a big fan of that movie, so I was happy it was ending, but I was like, this is how it's ending? Yeah. That's where I was with that. But yeah. Mary Poppins Returns really gets you in the in the feels. Yeah, I think especially being parents... Um, and just the whole idea of the dad losing his wife, the kids have lost their mom and they're trying to comfort him in that moment. And Ben Wishaw just did a fantastic job of portraying him and, and showing that emotion that it's real palatable, but I can't talk, <laughs> but yeah, so that was that, that was the clear winner. I think these other ones are good. They have emotion. With them, we had a long list here of, of scenes that could have made the cut, but we felt like these ones 
held the most emotional weight, uh, but nothing came close to Mary Poppins Returns. All right. Next up, we have Best Special Effects, and the nominees are Black Panther, Solo, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Mary Poppins Returns, and Avengers Infinity War. And the winner, winner is... Ant-Man and, and the, the Wasp. So why do we pick this one? I just was kind of blown away by not just the special effects of like the shrinking and the growing. Those were all cool and the quantum realm and there are so many cool effects, but the way it seamlessly went in and out. Yeah. And that was really cool. You know, something and if you watch Edgar Wright movies, he's he does a really good job at this, I think, with just making action scenes entertaining. And so one of the ways they did this in Ant Man and the Wasp was through the use of that technology, you know, making the salt shaker gigantic. Or I loved when the wasp was like, you know, going in and out of the car and she'd like zip through across them and then out the window the other side go big again and then jump back into the car and oh, like yeah, kick her cool. kick the driver through and it's just like it just it made all of those action scenes really exciting, exciting way more fun to watch and you know so it's kind of like with this category is it really the best special effects i don't know i feel like black panther solo ant-man the wasp Avengers, all, especially these Marvel and Star Wars movies, they just they are masters of CGI at this point. Yeah. Um, but I feel like Ant Man and the Wasp did it in the best, like seamless way that just made it feel like a natural part of the film. Mm-hmm. Whereas Black Panther, as great as it was, one of our complaints was that sometimes the CGI was a little bit. It kind of took you out of the immersion a right. little bit. So. Yep. And Solo. As great as it was, didn't do anything that other Star Wars films aren't doing. So Very true. All right. Cool. Which brings us to our next category, Best Animation. Only four for this category here. And our nominees are Mary Poppins Returns, Ralph Breaks the Internet, Incredibles 2, and Christopher Robin. And the winner is... Poppins returns. returns. What? Well, you might be surprised by this. Well, as this one, best in... animation. Right. When Incredibles it's... two is nominated for an Oscar. Right. But you know, we had to make our own categories here, and we did have Mary Poppins returns in best special effects, and I was arguing for that one, but I felt that the special effects that we really enjoyed were that vase scene with all that animation, which was yes. super cool. So the cover is not the book and uh, that whole number. That, yeah. That, all, it's all it's animation paired with live action. Yes. So I think, the, I think it really get very Roger Rabbit. So yeah. I think this fits just fine in best animation. Um, if you haven't seen that, that scene, they go into this vase. It's just stunning. With mm-hmm. all the different animations, it is that they the do. equivalent of the sidewalk chalk painting scene from the original, because a lot of that movie. I mean, if you're curious really about our thoughts about Mary Poppins Returns, we did a whole episode on it. So um, go but, check it out. Yeah, and so there's all these parallels to the original film. That's the parallel for this one, where they dive into 
in this case, it's not a painting. It's a ceramic, sketch, yeah, ceramic thing, face or whatever. Yeah. Bowl. But then, but then Bowl. it's all the animation. You get the penguins and the different animals, and then there's this crazy chase scene. Yeah, and, it, and the, they're like falling off the edge and stuff like that. Oh the man, it's yeah, so it's cool. so cool. So that. It, took it for us. And interestingly, that's not why we had Mary Poppins and Best Special Effects. Another thing that Mary Poppins Returns did really well was practical effects. Like you've seen the video of the bathtub where she's kind of falling backwards, mm-hmm. that they built a slide for that. And that film is full of a bunch of those really cool effects. So it it, it fits in both categories. But the the drawing, hand-drawn I guess animation and it probably is. well you could tell it was a mix of like computer and hand drawn but they got yeah. some of the old school Disney artists to do the drawing in that style and you could tell it made, it made me think of Robin Hood style animation mm-hmm. yeah um, but you know one of the things we said after we watched that movie was man I really hope that Disney goes back to doing more of these live action animation hybrids. Because they yeah. have like mastered it now. It looked so good. It was really cool. So good. So, yeah. Congratulations to Mary Poppins Returns. Next up, okay. our category is best screenplay. And by this, we we kind of mean best story. So, I know I know the Oscars do best screenplay, but that's what we meant. We didn't read this. the screenplays, so. Correct. We're just going to go by the story of the movie. Yeah. So the nominees are Mary Poppins Returns, Incredibles 2, Avengers Infinity War, Black Panther, and Christopher Robin. And the winner Winner is is Christopher Robin. Robin. All right. Another one that might be surprising. Yeah, it might be surprising. Are you guys surprised out there by all of these picks? We chose Christopher Robin. Um... There were a lot of really good stories on here. This one actually took us a while to decide. Yeah. But we went with Christopher was n- Robin. It was not a clear winner on this one. Yeah. But it was just a good story. I mean, it was yeah. compelling. It wasn't the most, you know, action driven and it wasn't, you know, make you jump out of your seat exciting, but it was just a good story, a good follow up. You know, what's Christopher Robin up to these days? Yeah. And just really heartfelt with Pooh and, very, you know, Definitely paid homage to to the original Winnie the Pooh stories, you know, that have been done in various, you know, cartoon form. Um, for me, I feel like it deserves best story because of the way it kind of blends a character-driven story with a plot-driven story, where it, you know what I mean? It wasn't just all about Christopher Robin and his character development. That was a huge part of it. But it also wasn't this like just all about this plot. No offense to Avengers Infinity War, but we put it on great screenplay because of the plot. But like, you know what I mean? There was no Mm -hmm. character driven story elements to it. No, there was not. It's just so much action. Yeah. Just go, go. And if you don't know, if you have not seen every Marvel movie. Yeah. Up to that point, which I had not, then you're just kind of like, what is going on? And like, mm-hmm. it's just boom, boom, boom. Yeah. So many different storylines. So. Yeah. Whereas I felt Christopher Robin did did that really well. Told the story, which was really the story of Christopher Robin, obviously the title of the film. 
Um, but it had a nice plot to it to kind of keep us interested, even though it was a little bit slow. So, okay. Next. Our next category is best, or you could say worst, villain. And the nominees are Eric Killmonger, played by Michael B. Jordan from Black Panther. I'm standing in your house, serving justice to a man who stole your vibranium and murdered your people. Justice your king couldn't deliver. I don't care that you brought Claw. Only reason I don't kill you where you stand is because I know who you are. Now what do you want? I want the throne. Thanos, played by Josh Brolin from Avengers Infinity War. No. This isn't love. I ignored my destiny once. I cannot do that again. We have Screenslaver, uh, played by Catherine Keener slash... The voice is Bill Wise. It's a little complicated there because, spoiler alert, you find out who the screenslaver is. It's played by a woman. That woman is Catherine Keener. Yes, but the screenslaver character when she's wearing the mask is voiced by someone else. So that's why we have two names there. Yes. Superheroes are part of your brainless desire to replace true experience with simulation. You don't talk, you watch talk shows. You don't play games, you watch game shows. Travel, relationships, risk. Every meaningful experience must be packaged and delivered to you to watch at a distance so that you can remain ever sheltered, ever passive, ever ravenous consumers who can't bring themselves to rise from their couches, break a sweat, and participate in life. We have Mr. Wilkins slash The Wolf, played by Colin Firth from Mary Poppins Returns. That's all right, Georgie. No, it isn't. I'm afraid you have a problem, Banks. You see, without those signatures, you have no bank shares. No house. You have nothing. And Ghost, or Ava, played by Hannah John Kamen from Ant-Man and the Wasp. Almost ready for extraction. Right now. And if she dies, she dies. No, no. Killmonger from Black Panther. Right. The world's gonna start over, and this time we're on top. What's up? I never yielded! And as you can see, I am not dead! I'm the king now. So this was definitely a toss-up between him and... Thanos? Yes. Rachel hates Thanos, though, so I had to kind of say, here's why I think... He's the best villain. He's just insane and hatches one of the like, you know, craziest plots ever. I don't know. So many superhero villains 
they get all kind of, and I'm going to reveal my plot to you, and then it gets foiled in the end. Um, he actually wipes out half of the Avengers by the end of the film. So, right. He's so definitely for that reason, crazy powerful villain. Yeah, and I mean, I almost complied. I almost here. her. Yeah. Yeah, but I just, just I, he just <laughs> makes me cringe. I just really hate his face. Like I hate his <laughs> stupid chin. Like literally. Yes. Um, he's just stupid, stupid to me. I don't know. I just. <laughs> I he's just a little annoying because he's like a brat. He's just dumb. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you know, clearly he hatched some plan, but I don't know. I just hated seeing him on the screen. Every time he was up, I'm like, oh, God, here he is again. So yeah. I just didn't enjoy. I know you're supposed to not like a villain. I get yeah, that. He succeeded. But. You felt like it was more than just the character being a bad guy. Yeah, it was like. That's why you disliked him. Yeah, it was definitely more than I'm just like, you're get out of my face. You're yeah. bothering me. Whereas Eric Killmonger, there's there's moments where you're actually you feel sorry for him. Oh yeah, I you're kind of rooting for I him like a little that bit in a until villain. he actually takes over Wakanda and yeah. then you're like, Whoa, yeah, shows this no dude mercy. Sucks. Yeah. And he's a bad guy. He's real bad. So yeah, Michael B. Jordan did a fantastic job with him. Mm-hmm. No question asked. And gave that character a lot of depth i think mm-hmm. and the great backstory um yeah and you end up hating the dude by the end of it and you're happy to see his demise but yeah but you yeah you do feel that mercy for him in a way but mm-hmm. it's good i just think he's a just better more well-written villain that i actually like watching yeah and more enjoyable to look at i'm just gonna say that yeah well, well yeah sculpted handsome dude yeah. versus yeah. thanos with his, his butt chin it's <laughs> like five butt crack chin so um the other ones on here you know screen slaver she was fine i thought it was a little bit predictable yeah i think you predicted it within like like as soon as the woman came on screen you were like and there's the villain or something <laughs> yeah i did say that um but but a good villain nonetheless and then mr wilkins also the wolf in the base scene he was fine you do i thought it was in the running you know i characters that deceive the innocent i always think make a good villain make me hate them yeah in like the way you're supposed to hate a villain way so that's why i thought he would be good and the way he was portrayed in the animated way as a wolf and that he was like i thought that was cool that dichotomy yeah and colin firth is a list actor he did a great job amazing um as far as ghost ava She's good. I thought, yeah. I thought that they were, I I would actually compare her to Eric Killmonger where they tried to make like kind of a sympathetic villain where there's an element where you want her to be successful, but then she does really crappy things where you're just like, oh no, like I want her to lose. I, she just was not nearly as compelling. So yeah, I agree. Yeah. Cool special ability. And arguably her special abilities were cooler than Eric Killmonger. Yeah, I would say. So, but anyway. Congrats to Michael B. Jordan. Sweet, sweet villain, dude. All right. Next. Get into these. Yeah. So now we have like the true Oscar categories here um, with best supporting role, best leading role, and best picture. Although we don't have best actor in a supporting role. It's just the role itself. And we didn't do male and female and all that stuff. So anyway, best supporting role. The nominees are are Jack the Lamplighter. 
played by Lin-Manuel Miranda in Mary Poppins Returns. Once upon a time in a nursery rhyme there was a castle with a king hiding in a wing because he never went to school to learn a single thing. He had scepters and swords and a parliament of lords but on the inside he was sad, he got because he never had a wisdom for numbers, a wisdom for words though his crown was quite immense, his brain was smaller than a bird's. Shank, played by Gal Gadot in Ralph Breaks the Internet. And we honor yours, butcher boy. Thank you. Hey Shank. Did you ever wonder what it would be like if someone actually did get your car? Well, I know one thing. Whoever does will have to be the best of the best. Okoye, played by Danai Gurira. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. I apologize. From Black Panther. Drop your weapon. Would you kill me, my love? For Wakanda? Michael Banks, played by Ben Wishaw in Mary Poppins Returns. I know you'd laugh and call me tragic, for everything's in disarray. These rooms were always full of magic, that's vanished since you went away. And Frozone, played by Samuel L. Jackson in The Incredibles 2. Okay, Cha-Cha want a cookie? That is freaky, and that's not like Not like our other kids. No, it is not. Full powers, totally right. Okay. I think I just need a little bit of me time. Then I'll be good to go. Oh, you need more than me time, Bob. You need major life realignment on a number of levels. So many good contenders here. But the winner is... Koye, played by Denai Gurira in Black Panther. He was. You didn't seem to have a problem when he was thrown from the force. It was the king's challenge he lost. You wanted him to lose! This is what you would have me leave the daughter for. To bring our children into this world where they become conquerors. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, this one, my goodness, how hard this category yeah, this was. was had some, I don't know, heavy hitters here. But I loved her character. I want to see an Akia spinoff. Oh, yeah. Yes, please. I mean, just ultimate female BA. Um, she's a great actress. Mm-hmm. You know, play just, oh, man. Yeah. So good in that role. All, all these were great. But ultimately, I think what, came, what it came down to is when we were taught, like, we, Rachel and I, we love movies obviously love disney movies but just movies in general so you know one of our favorite things to do is to go see movies and then of course we'll talk about them afterwards and when we finished black panther one of the things that we came away from was just how awesome she was and how she kind of stole the show how awesome was she yeah Yeah. so it you know that's what it kind of boiled down to and that's saying a lot because lin-manuel miranda you guys know how i feel is on this list how we and, both feel about him. I mean, he the man is a genius. Yeah, and did amazing in Mary Poppins. He was great. He was great as Jack the Lamplighter. Yeah, so, like tough we said, category. tough category. We love Shank. Oh, yeah, super cool. Super, another BA. Um, We're family friendly here. Sorry. Yeah, totally cool. Like, I want to be Shank. I wish I could be as cool as mm-hmm. her. 
Um, we've already mentioned how awesome Ben Whishaw is in Mary Poppins Returns. Oh, yeah. As Michael Banks, the dad. He, you know what? I feel like he could have stolen this one if his musical number in that film was more outstanding. He's a great singer, but he only really has that one really sad. Yeah, and he's kind of like crying in it, so yeah, he can't really it's, It doesn't show, show any what he really has. singing talent. It's just Anyway, I feel like that movie lacked a big number from him. Yeah. I see that. And then Frozone. We all love Frozone. And who is Mr. Incredible without his sidekick? You know what I mean? So Frozone had to be on there. He's awesome. One of my favorite characters in The Incredibles Mm -hmm. altogether. So we definitely had to give a nod to him. Yep. Cool. All right. Our next category is... Is this me? It is. All right. Best leading role. We have Vanellope von Schweetz, played by Sarah Silverman from Ralph Breaks the Internet. Hi. Whoa, whoa, ladies, I can't explain. See, um, I'm a princess too. Wait, what? Yeah. Mary Poppins, played by Emily Blunt in Mary Poppins Returns. You need to be more careful when the wind rises, George. You nearly lost your kite. And you too, Lily lost your Georgie. He might have got away completely had I not been holding on to the other end of that string. The, my goodness, Annabelle. What have you done to your clothes? You could grow a garden in that much soil. And John, yes, just as filthy. Christopher Robin, played by Ewan McGregor in The Search for Christopher Robin. It's just called, the, it's I'm just sorry, called Christopher that's a Robin. Movie. My bad. I'm sorry, guys. Well, hello there. <laughs> Ooh, what have you got there, secret Susan? Uh, a cat. Yes. Definitely. May I, can I give you Well, not this one, because it's, it's a diseased cat. You're squashing me. Did, what, did, you, did you hear my voice there? Oh, yeah. It was as fun as when you were squashing me. It's like a ventriloquist oh, when I was younger. Uh, and... <laughs> we have um, T'Challa, or Black Panther, played by Chadwick Boseman from Black Panther. All of you are wrong! To turn your backs on the rest of the world! We let the fear of our discovery stop us from doing what is right. No more. And Han Solo, played by Alden Ehrenreich from Solo. I've been running scams on the street since I was 10. I was kicked out of the flight academy for having a mind of my own. I'm going to be a pilot. Best in the galaxy. And the winner, winner is... Mary Poppins! Played, played by, by Emily Blunt. Blunt. Mary Poppins returns, of course. John, you're right. It's good to know you're bright. For intellect can wash away confusion. George sees and Annabelle agrees. Most folderols an optical illusion. You three know it's true that one plus one is two. Yes, logic is the rock of our foundation. We've talked about this in our review of Mary Poppins, but she did a fantastic job. Um... And it was a role that I should have been disappointed because of Julie Andrews. 
You right. know, she is Mary Poppins. Right. There's... And it, that was our big concern going into Mary Poppins Returns is, can Emily Blunt really play Mary Poppins? The answer is yes, she can. She can and she did, folks. Yeah. And there were some things, I will say, there's some things I didn't like about her. She was a little bit snooty for me, but she did such a good job. Like, I was very skeptical going into it. I was like, I... I'm excited for this movie, except for Emily Blunt, but she really surprised me, um, especially in her singing and in her vocals. She really stepped up to the plate there and mm-hmm. delivered. So, yeah, lots of awesome moments from Emily Blunt. Killed it. I mean, she yeah was stunning in that role. Yeah, well deserving of of our part of our world's 2019 Disney Oscars. So. And not to not to say that these other nominees didn't have what it takes. I mean, you know, we we went with Vanellope over Ralph because we felt like it was ultimately Vanellope's story, even though Ralph is in the title of the film. Was, right. I mean, it's a, it is about both of them, but like and their friendship. But yeah, yeah. But it really it kind of followed this kind of like journey her, that she was on. Yeah, she's the her only one who gets a musical struggle. number. Yes, like we said, um, it's awesome. And you know, Hugh McGregor is a fantastic actor. Mm-hmm. And definitely did a wonderful job with Christopher Robin. Again, character transformation, very believable, very emotional. T'Challa, I mean, Chadwick Boseman, he's awesome. Mm-hmm. I love Black Panther. He was so good. He was also good in Avengers Infinity War. Not his leading role, obviously. but um, And I bet a lot of people would actually challenge us on having Han Solo for even in consideration yeah. for best leading role because a lot of people did not like his portrayal of Han Solo. And this is another one where... How are you going to stand up to... Harrison Ford. Exactly. Yeah. I agree. And if people were just like, oh, he's not him and he didn't do it right. I, that's where I think I disagree. I think he did a pretty good young Han Solo. I think so too. He was very charismatic. Mm-hmm. Um, he had that kind of like dry wit swagger his voice was a little off and i think that's where people kind of knock him the most but i'm okay with that you know i think actually when we were playing clips to kind of you know revisit some of these movies i was hearing his audio and i was like oh i think he does kind of oh really he sounds really good like kind of embodies that i take that back the biggest complaint people had was that he doesn't look like harrison ford which whatever i can see that i think the voice was a little bit off too but i but as far as like personifying Han Solo, yeah, I like what he did there. So he yeah, gets, he gets a nod. Doesn't win. We, Emily we gave him a nod. Takes it. Yep. So, All right. The final category. The moment you've been the waiting most for. Important. So we narrowed this list down, of course, to five for our best picture. Only feature films here. We've seen most of the shorts, but oh, that would be another good category. Ah. Best short. Maybe next year. Next year. We've got big plans for next year. We're going to yeah, do like a whole wait. a whole thing with it. But this, we actually knew we wanted to do this for months, but then the Oscars crept up on us. We're right. Like, we're right. going to oh, do our tomorrow. show and not when we're recording this, but do polls and stuff like that. So, yeah. you know, stay tuned for first that. time. You know, it's, we're still we're still getting. Yeah, we've only been a podcast started, for guys. half a year. So, yeah. yeah, just you wait. I know. That's what I thought of, too. All right. Best so picture. best picture. And the nominees are Black Panther, (laughs) 
Mary Poppins Returns. Incredibles 2. Ralph breaks the internet. Hello, hello, let me tell you what it's like to be a zero, zero. Let me show you what it's like to always feel, feel. Like I'm empty and there's nothing really real, real. I'm looking for a way Christopher Robin. Winner is Incredibles 2. What do you Yay. think? <laughs> All right. Why did we pick this one? And this one was a debate as well. It really was. In fact, we were pretty much in disagreement here. Yeah. But Rachel swayed me at the last second. I'm very convincing. In favor of Incredibles too. Yes. Yeah. You're very persuasive. I don't remember what I said, but it must have been Excellent. good. All right. Well, why don't you start then? Why Incredibles 2? Because you were the one, the one making the real argument for this. Well, I just, well, <laughs> are you convinced yet? Um, I just really liked the movie and there's so much I liked about it though, but there's so much like I thought that it had um, a running and best screenplay. I loved the, did it win? What did we pick? Oh my gosh. No, it didn't win. Christopher Robin won best screenplay. So the reason I love it, I just think the story is great. I think they did so much good stuff with it. Um, I love the way that um, Mr. Incredible goes into a role where he doesn't feel incredible. Mm. Like, you know, being that, that stay at home parent, which as a parent now, like, I can totally relate to it. It's like, we want to be awesome at everything. And when you become a parent, you realize you just can't be awesome at everything. Um, we love the characters, Frozone, Jack-Jack. Yeah. We've already mentioned those guys. And we've already a- mentioned that the animation is great. It didn't win our best animation, but it is nominated for an Oscar for best animated feature film. Right. For a reason. But it doesn't mean that just the animation is good. It's because the film itself is correct. just good. And Even enjoyable. the Spider-Man will win that. You are correct. Yeah. It's, I haven't seen Spider-Man, but we digress. I forget what else. How else? Like, how did I convince you that Incredibles 2 was better than Black Panther? Um, I think you just kind of said, did you really enjoy Black Panther more than Incredibles 2? And I went. No, I guess I didn't. Yeah, I just thought I love Black Panther. I yeah. thought it was one of the best movies of the year. I really hope it wins Best Picture. It's the first superhero movie nominated for Best yeah, Picture. That's definitely something. Yeah. Oh my gosh, if it wins, it'll just be historical. It's crazy. Although Dark Knight should have been nominated years ago. Oh right, it didn't. But that's okay. We digress. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think that's what it came down to. Uh, I think overall, it just had a stronger story when, when we talked about screenplay, Black Panther wasn't really in consideration. Incredibles 2 was with Christopher Robin, I mean, up there. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, we are not impartial judges. 
you know, we're not this right. like panel where we like really evaluate things. We kind of gave Christopher not Christopher Robin a little bit of an edge based on the fact that we knew Incredibles two was going to win Best Picture. Right. So, so it is it is a fantastic story. Like you said, the themes. I love the animation. Right. The um, soundtrack is man. Good. I tell you the what, characters doing, are good. Yeah, and doing these Disney Oscars, which we're going to do this every year, I feel like it's always going to be tough anything going up against the Pixar film of the right. year. There's duds yep. occasionally like cars too, but Planes. they, they, they oh, wait, that was always turn out, you know, just amazing films. Like, like you can tell the people involved in these films, like Coco from uh, 2017, that they just pour their heart and soul right. into them. They're so heart. Incredibles filled. was Incredibles two was, you know, a, a love letter to fans of Incredibles one. Mm-hmm. It definitely, picked up right where the first one left off and how many years later did they make this movie and it's just like it stands the test of time for sure it's it's a near perfect film so Incredibles 2 easily I think these other ones I mean we loved Mary Poppins Returns but if you listen to that episode there was some debate I think I gave it an A A minus and Rachel gave it a B B movies do not win best Mm -hmm. picture Um, same thing with Christopher Christopher Robin we felt like that was in the the B range now, there was an honorable mention here that we yes. should probably bring up, Rachel. And you guys might be wondering, where is Avengers Infinity War? Super popular. One of the best movies yeah, of the, the people, year. people. So much buzz about that movie. You've already heard that Rachel was not a huge fan of the movie. I was not. So there was no way I was going to convince her that it would be best picture. But why not even a nomination? We decided to leave it off the nomination list because the cliffhanger ending. That it feels like an incomplete film. And I am of the... Firm belief that when we get Endgame this year, you're going to put the two movies together, kind of like Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows, part one and part two, and have a complete film. And I think you'll feel a lot better about Infinity War. Of course, you're going to be watching a five hour, five and a half hour movie, but it just, yeah, it, it ended, it didn't have a complete story arc. Right. It ended on this terrible cliffhanger. And we felt and it like. ruined other movies as well. <laughs> Yeah, like the like the credits of Ant Man and the Wasp, where yeah he goes into the quantum realm, and then all of a sudden the snap happens, and then he's like, "Hey guys, guys, where are you at?" Rachel was like, "That just ruined that movie for me. I yeah. really liked Ant Man and the Wasp. Why yeah. did they have to do that?" I was just having a good old time. I liked it so much more than I thought I would, and then that happened. I was like, "Why did I even watch the credits? Because yeah. now I'm mad." So, well, anyways. That's why I didn't make the list. It's a great movie, but I think it's a just incomplete. One, it's one part of two. Yeah. Well, that, that is our it. 2019 Disney Oscars. This was way tougher than I thought it was going to be. Oh, yeah. Like we had this idea. We came up with the categories pretty quickly and easily. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, okay, how do we cut? How do we narrow it down to five? That was super hard. And then it was like, how do we pick one of these five? I mean, this was it was tough. challenging. It so next year we really de- do need to vote by committee, where it's yeah, not we'll just need your help Rachel year. and I kind of debating until we one of us gives and the other right. one. Like I mean, we told you guys which ones were the obvious. Like we had no debate, but I'd say the, that most of them we kind of went back and forth for quite a while before recording this episode. So mm-hmm. it took some cool. time. So we'll need your help next year for sure. But let us know. Your thoughts, what yeah, you think about for our best winners. Picture. Yeah. We want to hear what you guys have to say there. As always. Yep. So find us on Twitter, P 
P-O-O-W podcast and share your thoughts. We'll tweet this episode out as well and ask for your guys' thoughts, but definitely would love to hear from you there. Um, you can find us on all the podcast apps and all that good stuff. If you're listening to us now, you might have downloaded us from partofourworld.podbean.com, but we would love if you subscribe to us using whatever app you had so that you automatically get our episode every other week. We also love sharing other podcasts with you guys. So we have a shout out this week and a promo to play, and that is going to go to the Disney versus Disney Debates podcast. And so actually, in a way, kind of like what we did tonight, they put um, Disney movies up against each other and kind of debate which one is better, and they've got a whole catalog going. So here's the promo, and definitely check those guys out. The Disney vs. Disney Debates podcast is all about finding the answer to one simple question. What is the best Disney movie of all time? Maybe the question isn't that simple. So join us every Saturday as hosts from all across That's Not Canon fight for their movies in one-on-one debates moderated by me, Zane C. Weber. In order to decide once and for all which of Disney's beloved classics or recent hits will take the crown. Save it for the show. Available now on Spotify, iTunes, and wherever you find podcasts. A That's Not Canon Productions podcast. All right, that is a wrap for this episode of Part of Our World podcast. There are so many, there's so much Disney content out there, podcasts and vlogs and blogs and all that good stuff, and you guys chose to listen to us, and we're really grateful for that. So thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in. And being a part of our world. Exactly. And we'll see See you you next time. time. Bye. Goodbye. (laughs) Are you ready? Up to Neverland. Bye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye.